Yo, what's good? It's your boy VA back with AJ, and this is the HR podcast. It has been a little bit of a hiatus. Keyword on high high. Busy doing grown man things like buying houses and taking care of our families. Say what's up to him, AJ. Yo, it's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. But uh, we're back at it again. And we're glad to keep the next episode going. VA, uh, let's get into it. So we're going to jump right into it like we always do. This is the contender segment. And we're starting off with the NBA champions, the Golden State Warriors. They are back in the finals and making themselves heard again. It's like a freaking Twilight episode. Like, this, they just keep coming back. Um, you can't keep them down. And this has been, I think, one of the... It's not, it wasn't a born finals, but it was just like... I don't know. It, it was unpredictable as, as in there were so many blowouts. So it was like, which yeah, team man. is really better? So we're going to swipe left. Fast. Right, right. So it was just, it was pretty crazy. So we swiping left or right on this one. Oh, we're going to swipe right. All right. Of course, right of course. Of course, we got to. So um, go ahead and pop this off, AJ. Well, know there's a lot of things when I'm getting started in, in this, this particular topic. You have Golden State Warriors, which nobody saw them coming into the finals until it was time. Uh, it's a great underdog story, right? They had all these injuries that were pretty much non-existent for the last two years in any type of championship. And then, bam, they're back right in it. It makes me happy for people, you know, like Clay and the Young Guns on there. Even Steph, even though I'm not a big Steph fan, he's holding it down for the light skin, so right. I'm all about it. Um, but at the end of the day, the main thing that stands out in this particular championship for me was that Steph Curry got his finals MVP. Finally. Because all the years before, all the outlays, especially of all time, top 75 players all time, multiple championship ring wearing um he never had never had a mvp finals you know kd came in and stole him um andre iguodala had that one he finally got his own and what's even crazier is people were talking about you know whether they win or lose he should get the mvp and so that's a little sketchy to me yeah that's a little sketchy to me but you know he did they won straight out straight up and uh, it was interesting to see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people were tripping. They need to slow down a little bit. But uh, yeah, they won. He finally got it. I'm happy for them. Uh, I never, I'll be straight up with you. I never saw it coming. There was a lot of things that, you know, we could sit here and, and poke on and be like, well, this is the reason why they even got there in the first place uh, with injuries and teams bowing out early. But at the end of the day, they got it done. So that's all that matters. Yeah, congratulations to them. Um, I don't know if you can put underdog and Golden State in the same sentence after the run they've had four titles in eight years. Um, that's a that's a dynasty. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the years before that. I mean, that was like a two year hiatus. They were in in the finals yeah. in 2019. Okay, maybe. But no one pictured them to be there. Uh, I would say nobody. I think given how they played at the beginning of the year, they were number one seed. Like they were way ahead of everybody. If it wasn't for Marcus Smart and them little, you know, 
them little shifty knee jabs he be giving people when he go to the ground. (laughs) He would have never been out for two, three weeks and he wouldn't even drop to three seed. So I don't know about that. Bro, they've been strong all year. They were one all year. They they were not one, but they were up. They were top three all year. All year. So you can't say like, oh like I didn't expect this. Like, I don't know. You gotta be under the rock to not expect the Golden State to be back. Now you can't say (laughs) they you weren't sure about Steph. Given again, he was out last two, three weeks. You didn't know how healthy he would be for the playoffs. Um, and they yeah, but I'm also and Clay about Clay exactly. Clay was Draymond. A, he was hurt too. Right, Draymond. Um, they were all. There's it, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, true. But and then when Draymond the core, when Draymond came back, he was rusty too. But like, Woo! bro, it's like like um, when it comes to it's like riding a bike for Golden State, bro. When it when it comes to them winning the finals or at least getting to the finals or playoff in general. Like they could be sorry all year, but when playoffs come, they gonna they gonna hit that that track running. Like every like they're just there. Like they got so much history in the finals. They got so much pedigree, experience, experience together, which is like one of the main reasons you and me believe that they won is is that big question of experience, on the job experience versus fresh out of college. I got a good resume. Like. It, it, experience is gonna beat that ass every time. Like it just—it's like a guy on the job, and like he's been doing this for like 20 years, and a newbie came in, and, and he looks good as far as his resume. He or she, you know, might have had a, a, been top of their class, but hey, I've been doing this 20, 20 years, yeah. 20 years. Said I've been doing this. I don't care what new experience you got. I've been doing this, and they show Boston like y'all got some time, and we'll get into later why. The role player, I'm not the role players. Why the stars shine brighter for Golden State than they did for Boston? Next one we're looking at is Draymond's podcast. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Draymond. 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 Oh my god! Draymond. Um, we don't even need to say nothing else. Swipe left or right on that. Yeah, right. Right. Swipe right. <laughs> He's a clown. I'm gonna kick this one off. Draymond. Um. This is a, a first. This is the first for 2022, first for NBA. I don't think I've ever seen. It won't be the last now, and I, I'm, I'm scared. Of, I'm scared and but excited at the same time to see where this goes because you're about to have guys doing podcasts live after each game during the season. You're about to have them doing it in the finals. Like, it's about to be a real thing. And Well, you know, he, he played so bad throughout the entire finals. <laughs> right. That's probably why his right. head was not there. Right. Like, he needed that extra that extra kick. Like, I feel like every podcast episode, granted, I didn't really watch him, but just knowing him, I felt like it was like a, a self-motivation talk every time he got on there to be like, yo, I played terrible, but we still going to win. I still got my boys with me. We still going to ride and die. We coming back. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what he and was doing. And his mama called him out. That was nothing I was about to say. I'm like, bro, I haven't... <laughs> That family got to be like hilarious. Dysfunctional. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna say hilarious about dysfunctional. Like, hey, to me, that's some true telling. You be like, yo, I don't know who that was out there on the court for the last two games. That ain't my son. Yeah, but you got to have your family's back, man. You can't that surprised me though. About, but yeah. but then she did clarify. She was like, you know, like, hey, it's all funny games. Like, they have a, a dynamic that I think is, is is really healthy for a house full of athletes or people that for somebody that's in the NBA Shit, you gotta be able need to, they need you gotta to have thick skin you gotta be able to take something you can you know you can't, can't take yeah. everybody so seriously um but do I think it's healthy for the game no I think it's a distraction Ooh. I think it's a clown show Ooh. but 
for the individual, for Draymond, for any of these people who may do it, I think that's another bag that they can easily chase, and I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I mean, from the get-go, if you're taking all the players, you know, was it like uh, how many how many players in the league? Not that many. Like we'll one, just maybe 120, maybe? Yeah, you got 150. Let's call it 150. 150 people. Draymond Green is the top spot for most annoying. I don't care <laughs> what's right. going on with right. that man. And so with that being said, you know, when you take a look at his accolades and all the things that he's done, personally, I don't know if he'll be able to be in the category of Steph and, and uh, oh my God. Thompson. But in the end of the day, he's part of he's part of the big three, and I mean, part of, part of the machine. Him, I, yeah, without them, I mean, I think he'd be irrelevant. He'll be non-existent, and Facts. I don't think he would flourish on any he's, other team. He's literally a, a, a future um, Hall of Famer, and it's only because of Steph because and Clay. Of everybody else, yes. completely. And if so, he was on another team, he would not even be you. scratching the surface. They would be like, he's an, he a, might not even be in the league, bro. In. He might not even be yeah, in the exactly. league, and that's just thinking big facts. That is facts too. Like he's I undersized. Said, he's, he's he's not great to me. And honestly, I do question sometimes how he's even in the NBA or in the game at, at the time in the finals. Like, bro, yeah. take him out. <laughs> yeah, he was terrible. I mean, there was games. there was so many times where he just had turnover after turnover, yes. foul after foul, and just about the whole series, he had more fouls than he did points. I mean, come on, man. Right. What kind of and this wasn't this of, wasn't a topic uh, puzzle. But it wasn't. No, like I was about to say, like we, this isn't a topic for us today. But just being yeah. on the subject, as far as um, Draymond, like the way the, the NBA refed him was sickening to watch. It was it was really rough yeah. because they just let this man. He would get his first foul, his first tech, and do whatever the hell he wanted. Oh and it was like here goes right here goes the globe trotter clown show. Like dude is just running around yelling at people, tackling dude like. The, the, the highlights I would watch of him tackling Grant Williams is just hilarious. They called the foul on Grant. He's literally yeah. like a linebacker in his back. Like, NFL would have called a foul on that, said block it in the back. <laughs> like, bro. He's, he's horrible, man. He's like that guy that, you, that you're playing a, the basketball game with, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't yes. even want to play anymore because this guy going to happen. Time. I'm going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt. Right. I just want to slap him. He's the guy at the Y. It's like, bro. Yeah. You're taking it too seriously. You're about to injure somebody. What are you doing? Yeah. We're not playing tackle yeah, football. Right. We're playing basketball. Ah! Like, and, I mean, ah! on top of that, moving God. on with Draymond, he still has this podcast thing, which, I mean, Ime Doka basically listened to it and got some advice off of some of their schemes. <laughs> I mean, who's giving away like that kind of information? I mean... When, when you have a big mouth, most of the time, you know you have a big mouth, right? Or you would like to assume they, they know their big mouth. Um, but he just seemed to don't care at all, even if it risked a chance. At his own detriment, his right. Because there was a time where we, I'm pretty sure everybody that's an NBA fan is watching this championship um, maybe thought that the Celtics were going to sway uh, or swing one way and start, you know, being up in the series. Because I definitely thought Everybody that. thought that. Um, but yeah, man, Draymond, you know, again, I don't know how he's in the NBA, but you know, Mr. Draymond Green, since you like podcasts so much, you are more than welcome to join us on right. the HR podcast <laughs> and give us your thoughts, man, oh, because man. we know you will. Right. Amen to that. On to the next one. Um, the NBA draft. Um, 
just happened this past Thursday. And um, there are top three picks that we could discuss. Swipe left or right on that. No, we swiping right. Okay, we, we, we in that mode today. Swipe right, swipe right. We liking everything. So um, when it comes to this year's 2022 NBA draft, we had three top prospects that could go in any order. We had, um, I don't even have the names put up, so I'm going to butcher some of these names. But we had Chet Holgram from Gonzaga, the seven-foot, 125-pound soaking wet. Center. In a paper bag. <laughs> Slender Man times two, 2.0. Like, that's that was another one of the, the top picks. Next one, we have Jabari Smith from, from Auburn, which looked like the clear-cut favorite, number one. He's just got, he's like KD, but with size. And obviously, I, when I say KD, I'm, I'm saying that lightly. Um, with the shot, I would say KD with the shot and, and the height, but way more size, more like a... Um, the, the guy from the Cleveland Cavaliers who went overall last year, more like that type of build, probably a little bit bigger than him. He's got great size and he can move. That's number number two prospect. Number three, everybody know guy from Duke. Um, and is it Paolo um, Banchero? Banchero. Okay, yeah. I did pretty good. Okay, look at yeah. your boy. <laughs> All right. And and he he looked like LeBron James out there. Dude has great size. Um, yeah, he's it's, it's just amazing to see someone like he is, exists because of LeBron and and that's something where people don't like to give credit to LeBron as far as making change in the game he made a 6 foot 10 6 8 to 6 10 stretch wing possible like yeah. it's it's amazing to see so as far as those prospects obviously we all know how it went down um number 1 Orlando they took Paolo uh, is it Paolo or Pablo? It's Paolo? Paolo. Okay, Paolo. okay Paolo, yeah, right. Okay. Paolo Banchero. Paolo, it took him number one, which, again, I think he has great upside. I think you know what you're getting off the bat. Like, he has NBA size now. He don't need to put a single pound on. Dude is ready. Yeah. Um, his his offensive game is ready to go. Ready He's to go, bro. for any team. Like, it, it, watching him in the, in the NCAA tournament, I was like, this dude is a bucket getter. He can get you a bucket whenever you need to, and can't nobody really stop him. Yeah, most definitely. Exactly, and so he went number he went number one surprisingly because I thought they were gonna go with Chet. Chet went number two to OKC, and number three, obviously, we know was Jabari Smith to um, Houston, which I think everybody across the board picked what I think the way they should have picked. Um, I think me too. I think, yeah, I think Houston, Houston, and. Um, Orlando maybe could have switched and it still would have been the same for me, but Chet should have went to OKC. That's where he needed to be. Slender Man would do well yeah. there. But what's crazy to me, man, is that for, shoot, since I can't remember, you know, the media gets influenced in these these draft picks, and sometimes I'm like, why would that team pick that person for the number one pick? <laughs> but, I mean, usually it's a clear cut, you know, you got Zion, you got, you know, these guys that are done, no-brainers. Um, but for me, Paolo Banchero, from the beginning of this last year, watching him at Duke was a no-brainer. Like, I felt like if you didn't pick him, uh, you should probably get fired if you're in in that position for your team. Right. Um, and don't and don't pick him. But uh, he's a good player. He kind of reminds me of a young Melo, to be honest. And uh, he might not be as great of a shooter. Nah, he but not, he's not yet. But he, but he is decent. Um, he was hitting threes. Yeah, he's, I mean, the way he moves, he's smooth, you know, yeah. it's uh, like an effortless uh, for him to move, and he's so strong and big, like you mentioned, like, 
with the LeBron type size that it's kind of like, man, it's going to be scary to see what he's able to do against, you know, these bigger, faster defenders in the NBA. But I mean, right. easy. It's going to be easy money for him. You know, one thing that I do want to jump on because I think it's important is, uh, you know, for the last maybe two or three years, you know, the NBA draft or the NFL draft or whatever draft comes up. And these young kids, man, they are dropping dough on their suits, <laughs> on their chains, Bruh. on their teeth. Like, what is going on, man? Um, hopefully they do all get signed because that's a lot of money to right. be uh, making up on that. And you know they're not paying for all that up front. Like, that's loan shark type yeah. jewelry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bruh. Bruh, bruh. You better hope you get that top pick because a boy from the Mav, Jade, Jaden uh, Hardy, Hardy, he was he was in the green room, supposed to be a top ten pick, and he dropped to thirty seven. So that's second round money. You know what? That's another thing too. Is you know you have these guys that you know. Oh well, I'm gonna keep that in mind. Uh, all the teams that passed on me and this and that and the other. But now, bro, like you had your opportunity to shine and uh, to act proper and do those things and carry yourself, you know, the right way and be the overall pick or the top pick that you right, can be. Right. And so that's on you, you know, at that point. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they do do well in their their careers because nobody wishes bad on right. nobody. I mean, I uh, think not here who anyway. You, who you think got the biggest bust potential out of the top three? Out of the top three, yeah. Uh, well, you know they're kind of locked in long term. Uh, well, if you want to say three to five years long term for that rookie contract, uh, but I will say that Chet Holbrook, man, he's I, I he kind of gets the 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 bad end of the stick for me because number one his game transitions they also took another seven footer um, in the drafts uh, from overseas somewhere um, so he's going to be their number one number two because they got uh, Shy Gidges Alexander over there um, they got a lot of pieces to plug in they had a, a lot of future draft picks but they can't be constructing that team for too much longer you know they got to get things moving they got to rebuild they but they got to get it moving. Yeah, they have a, uh, I'll say, way too many draft picks. It's like, I mean, it's a good thing they have a lot of draft picks, but you ain't doing nothing with them. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, they come in handy for trades. You know, you can easily throw them in there, but you got to make moves. And I think Chet's a good a good potential superstar. He does have the most bust potential for me. I'm afraid for Apollo more than Chet because Chet, you can kind of be like, all right, we already knew he didn't have the size, so if he didn't work out, you know, it is what it is. But with Paolo, he's got everything, and he can easily turn to Kevin Knox. Like, I, I just feel like, <laughs> like Kevin had all the potential in Kentucky, was a consensus top pick, and just never flourished in New York. See, but with him though, I never thought he should have went that high. Like Paolo was a no-brainer to me. And then when you look at the pieces that they do have in Orlando, you have uh, Cole, you have Mo Bamba. Like those are other top picks, you know, that were up there too. That they've kind of already flopped. For their, you know, potential that they were supposed to have. Well, I don't think they flopped. Cole definitely has not. They haven't. They haven't been, you know, their high side. Mo Bamba for sure has not been. Has not been. He was. He was up there with Luca as like a top five pick in that draft, and has not been. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So is a Cole. But Cole, Cole, I think he went like in like with the the low. I think he went like 10 or 11 or something. It was Yeah, he was he was later, yeah. but uh, from high school, he was supposed to be the number one pick in the draft. He's kind of so small. Kinda, he's, he's fluctuating. He is. But he used to have explosiveness. He still do. One dribble. He still do. He got it, but he don't be sure. Where is it at, though? He don't be it's sure. It's Orlando. You just probably ain't never seen it that much. 
Because yeah, because yeah, well, I'm watching this video or exactly. Games, but I would say yeah, I will be watching some with Paolo in there. Just oh because, yeah, you know, for I'm sure. A fan, yeah, and I want to see what they do. Uh, I do too. With these additions, they they they, they, they um, were pretty nice last year. I mean, not nice for Orlando. Like as far as like they've been nothing before that. Like Jalen Sh- Shrugs, bro. He's not bad either. He's not looking like a bust. He's just. I mean, Suggs, Suggs is another example. He was supposed to be what? They won the championship. He was supposed to be the number one player. They played with Chet. This and that and the other. So I'm like, them Gonzaga, yeah, them Gonzaga that, boys, bro. They, but but where has he been? Yeah, they might, they, he might have like 12 points a game. But come on, man. This is the NBA. Nah, you can't be I like 12, you. 5, and 5. I think, I think when it comes to like NBA draft picks and like schools they come from, the top ones for me are always where they, where they work out, where they end up being real stars is Duke. And um and Villanova, um as far as North Carolina too, you can kind of, but it's been a lot of busts in North Carolina too. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as ones that where they almost always bust is Gonzaga, bro. It, and I always go back, yeah. I always go back <laughs> to, to, I always go back to the guy Michael Jordan drafted from Gonzaga. What was his name? Oh, yeah. With the mustache, uh, yeah, <laughs> bro. Uh, he got caught crying. <laughs> What was his I name? No, I cannot think Adam of Adam Morrison. Yes, Adam, Adam Morrison. Morrison. Yes, Adam Morrison, bro. And I, since him, bro, it's been like a curse. And I'm like, if they're from yeah. Gonzaga, I just can't have no faith in them. Like, they got to really show me something. So, I mean, to me, so far, the best one's been been subs. Even though you don't think he's been that great, he's he's flashed moments of being pretty good. Um, we'll see about Chet. Next one we are looking at, next topic we are looking at is NBA trades. Um... We swiping left or swiping right on this one? Swiping right. Okay. Keep it moving. So, NBA trades, we are looking at... Hasn't been too many so far, but it has been a couple that's been a little bit of... Been made some movement. First one that popped off early was um, your, your boys' team, the Mavericks. They traded three players that wouldn't get any kind of playing time in the 26th pick, which ended up being... Um, I forgot his name, Some, but it wasn't it wasn't like it, on anybody's radar, really, not that I, I could see. The guy that we really wanted with 27, so, um, which we'll see if this works. But as far as this trade, we traded three players in the 26 pick for Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets. Um, I think that was an amazing trade for Dallas. I think with, with them going to Western Conference, there's eyes on them now, uh, Western Conference Finals. Um, and with the eyes on them, it was easy for everybody. Anybody with one eye, you don't even need two, to see that their biggest issue was on the center position. Like, they were out there with Maxi Kleber and Bertans trying to hold it down because Dwight Powell, you couldn't even play Dwight. It was just like, where is this guy? Who, who's the center? And they were struggling. Like, if we had any help, if we had Christian Wood, we would be talking about Dallas being the winners of the... NBA championship because the conference what, finals, yeah. like they, they would have won to put the whole thing. I definitely would have see because that little bit of help would have went so far having a, a, a true center as far as height wise and, and shot blocking ability. He's not the greatest defensive, but he has the ability. He has the wingspan, but as far as getting that and you getting 20 and 10, a night guarantee, like, Bruh. yeah, man, only, I mean, I hate to do it to you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to bring you back down to earth a little okay. bit. Christian Wood is definitely an upgrade for the Dallas Mavericks. Let's not get it twisted. But on paper, it's good. 
you know, you have your players like uh, Brunson. We don't know what's going to happen with him. Uh, all the other, all the other little dominoes haven't right. fell yet. Uh, you got Christian Wood in there. He's going to be, uh, he's going to elevate your team. But for his position in the last five to ten years, you know, you think of those people that done really good, like uh, Hassan Whiteside. Oh, see, that's uh, where you're going wrong already. <laughs> you already, you already lost me with this with, with white side, bro. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not re- I'm not reaching here. I'm just trying to keep things. Come on now. In, in, I'm gonna need some the, better examples than um, Deshaun. <laughs> I'm talking about Hassan White. No, Hassan, I even, that's why I messed about, his name up, bro. Uh, other people, other players in his uh, in his position, and so he can definitely do good. We're talking Kristaps Porzingis. You know, they had these upside to them, and they did very well for the first two, maybe three years. And he's going on what year three? Uh, yeah, uh, maybe four. Going on year three. Yeah, and I think so four. Now he's four. he's also going to a team where he's not going to be the best player, <clears throat> and they're not going to use him as uh, the go-to man. And will he be able to still produce without the ball being in his hand, without the offense being run through him? It was easy at Houston, man. No, ain't nobody was playing ball over there. They were the last team for the for a reason. I mean, now they're going to literally a championship contender, mm-hmm. and we're gonna see what happens. So I, I mean, yeah. I hope the best for da- the Dallas as a whole. But it's really it's Christian Wood addition is literally the hit or miss piece for them making the championship run that they need to. So it's gonna be scary to see. You know, if you're a fan, you know you all in and you happy. But outside looking in, you're like, dang, you know. It's all up to this joker because if he don't if he don't produce without the ball in his hand, getting you know a double double every single night, and obviously when Luca's not dropping thirty or forty, he's gonna have to drop in thirty or forty. Um, I understand your yeah, pessimism. We're we gonna see. I think I think I think <laughs> <laughs> I think you have some valid points. Um, I think what you may not be factoring in though is that Christian Wood is thirty nine percent from three. He could be a pick and pop. He's what he's what Christoph couldn't be. He's what we envision him to be, as far as being. But he was being at able, that time. And, when he was in New York. Okay, but that, that that's in New York. Some people that, again. That's why I said you had good points because <laughs> he will have to come here and accept a role that is not the the man, you know. Yeah. But I think it's easier to accept it when the person you're you're, you're relinqu- relinquishing your position to, as far as the the number one option. It's easier to, to swallow that pill when he's a freaking generational talent who's going to go down as one of the greatest to ever play the game. When it's in Luca, Luca the Don. So it's like, all right, bro. It's, I mean, it's easy for us. It, to see okay, that, right? it, but but for another yeah. NBA player, it, that's a hard pill to swallow, man. Because they're just saying, oh, I could do that too. Well, let me okay. see, man. Okay, show, but show you're right. But then that's when we're gonna find out. Okay, is it about you or is it about? Winning a, winning a ring, you know, a championship. We, we, yeah, we, and that's a little bit for Luca too, because he's he's one of the highest usage yeah, players. That's he's got to give that ball up. He got to get that ball yeah. up more, because there's times when in the playoffs where I'm like, bro, you're just you're you're, you're uh, can't do it all. You're hogging the ball too much, bro. You're doing too much dribbling. Like, let somebody else cook. But they got but they got to step up too. So and yeah. then there's times when he when he's forcing the pass, and then not, nobody's making that. So I'm like, bro, just shoot, just you just do it. So it's like, I think Christian Wood is, is a guaranteed bucket getter, bro. Like, he, he's way better at rolling to the rim. He's he's one of the top, he's top, like top three or top five as far as rolling to the rim and scoring percentages. Once off pick and roll, which we, we love to, we love to run a pick and roll in Dallas. Yeah, well, when I saw the trade, I'm not going to lie, it definitely made me raise my eyebrows like, wow, 
like no other team was thinking right. this because they just made it easy, you know. Yeah, like um, so I was just like I was amazed by it and I couldn't believe that they actually pulled it off and how fast they pulled it off because it was out of nowhere and it's before the other major dominoes fell. Right, right. And I I was just like I was praying the whole week. It was like, I was like nervous. I was like, bro, don't let somebody else like try to jump in here and take this. Cause this is like, <laughs> like low hanging fruit. I'm like, how do we get that for this? But I mean, yeah. seeing what they wanted, they wanted expiring contracts. We gave them that. We gave them low minimums. We gave them um, a pick in the first round of this year's draft. I think that was pretty good. But like you said, it, it wasn't really much for what Christian Wood offers. Um, I think also though, with, with Christian Wood being on an expiring contract himself, this is a contract year. So one is going to be motivated to play well. Two, if we don't if we don't extend him, then we got we were, we were getting rid of other of those contracts anyway. Um, yeah. The three that we gave up. So it's really a look. Uh, I mean, we gave up a twenty six pick that we don't know if that could have ever been anybody. Could have been a rotational player five years from now. Like we didn't give up much for a, tr- a good tryout. So it's like at the very least, you can see if it works six months down the road. If it don't, hey, no harm, no harm, no foul. We still got, you know, more trades we can make. Yeah, figure it out. And then another thing I think you're not taking into account is we're getting Hardaway back, which that was another yeah. guy who was averaging 20 points, bro. And so yeah, he was doing good. He was doing real good. But at the same time, there's a lot of pressure on him this upcoming year. Oh, He's for healthy. sure, for sure. Because there's some games he was like, bro, you disappeared. But I think I think they got a. For Dallas to make a move like this this early in the, in, in the offseason is unheard of, bro. We've been dealing with Don Nelson Jr. over there in Nelly for 20 years. So it's like this is just a whole different feeling with Nico Harrison as a GM from Nike. Like it's just an amazing feeling to see us moving and he ain't done. And like I said, in the draft, they went and stole a top lottery pick at the num- number 37, yeah. bro. That's two years in a row. Last year, we got... J- they get a round of applause. Right. Not last year. Uh, the year we got Luka, we got Jalen Brunson at 33, uh, which was a steal that year. This, is to me, is going to be a steal. Like, this dude, go check them highlights for Christian Wood and for, for J- Jaden Hardy, bro. Like, both of them eat, and they create their own shot. Like, Jaden really reminds me of, like... Um, what's a good example? Um, what's that? What's that dude's name? Junior, he's a junior. He played for Portland. Um, I don't know. His game reminds me of a lot. Actually, reminds me of a, a lot of House. No, no, I was thinking that not House. No, but I knew you were talking about. Um, I, it reminds me of also the guy from Salt Lake City. Um, that comes off the bench. He was Sixth Man of the Year. Oh, Jordan. Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson. He reminds his game reminds me of that is that he he can get to the rim, he can shoot, but he's gonna have to work to get to, to, to Clarkson's level. But as far as raw potential. I see him in that lane. So maybe it's still, we'll see. Um, on to the only other trade that I remember seeing, which is going to be the, actually, no, there's, there's at least two, but the next big one I can think of is Grant. The Grant trade. Um, gosh, his first name is going Jeremy. Jeremy. I knew it was Grant. a J. I was something J. Yeah. Jeremy Grant trade. That was another trade where I was like, they over here giving a box of rocks for a whole player like <laughs> everybody's thinking like that's all they had to give up to get him yeah i mean it was like what two two second rounders he's, like in, that's, that's in 2025 that's another player that's another player that i'm gonna try and relate as much as possible to christian wood and his ceiling right because right. jeremy grant was out of nowhere supporting uh, and became and he he came he became very good 
Um, I believe everybody started watching him as a piece in Denver, right? And then he then went on and went to Detroit and and he started playing really, really well. Um, but at the same time, I think he's on his cusp for, okay, yeah, he's been on some teams, but I guess Denver's the only team that he, he's been on that he had to learn how to do things without the ball because he was the, go, the first go-to option, you know? Um, so that they're, they, I feel like they correlate together. Um, I, I just don't know what the ceiling is either with uh, other larger dominoes not following the place. Because hey, where, where, where Port, did Jeremy Grant fall? Portland. He's in Portland. With okay, so he's with Dane. Yeah, he's with Dane. And now they're trying to get what KD and all. He these basically took CJ spot. Stuff. Like that's what Jeremy Grant did. Yeah. I think defensive wise, that's a huge pick. CJ number, but, that's, but CJ's disappeared, bro. He's a magician in the playoffs. He disappears. I don't know if it's because he went to Lehigh. The lights weren't as bright, but he's not ready for that moment. I don't understand why. Because he in this regular season, that boy is a bucket getter. I didn't see him torch the Mavs many times, and he is hard to stop. But in the playoffs, he just disappears. And yeah, I mean, I could agree with that. That's for sure. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's gonna make he's gonna make a bucket when he needs to. But in playoffs times, you're thinking, okay, the number one uh, person to go to, they're gonna have to give me these buckets in these moments. So I think maybe that's why he just kind of chills. It used to be should. like that, but now, bro, the number two got to be just as ready. No, look yeah. at well, look at right. Celtics. Two and three have right. to be. Yeah. Jalen Brown. Without Jalen Brown, it would have been. They wouldn't even won four. They wouldn't have won two games, bro. Yeah, that's true. It, it's just it's just you got to have two that gonna get you at least twenty, and you got to have another three that's gonna be able to get you at least about eight to ten points at, at least. Yeah, that's true. Um. So as far as that trade, it is to me it's another wait and see how that fit will be. I think Grant's a, a big upgrade in the defensive department for them. He's a he can defend one through five. He's long, um, and he can get a bucket whenever. And it's hard to stop him in the paint um, just because how long he is. Um, I don't think he's. I don't think like you said he's as great a shooter as, as CJ. But twenty is twenty. Don't matter how you getting it. You know. Yeah. So I think. Like I said, defense is going to help them, but Portland's still a long ways away. It's just hard to see what they're going to do. If they get KD, uh, that would be obviously great. They would be a, a freaking top in the West with them three at the at the, the head of the snake. But I, I doubt that's going to happen. Like, do you see him going to Portland, KD? No, definitely not. I don't see any big name going to Portland. No. Every every person I've known from Portland since it's since I've been a, a little kid has been trying to leave Portland. No. Um, I feel like they also just have a curse over there, too. You got, you know, Brandon Roy going over there, getting hurt. You have LaMarcus Aldridge playing seasons over there, still can't win. Right. And so he left. I mean, right. everybody's just trying to leave. Right. Um, let's move on. Yeah. All right. So next one we got is Deshaun Watson. This boy didn't settle 20 cases out of 24 of them things. So he got four left. It's a miracle to even get 20 cases settled in a day. <laughs> Boy, this had that lawyer working overtime. I know he's getting paid. I'm swiping left or right on this one. I mean, let's swipe right, but uh, ain't too much to talk about it, to be honest. I mean, when you look at Deshaun Watson, we talked about him before, you know, he done, he done got caught. And uh, to be honest, the thing that I'm thinking is the most important part to take from this uh, subject is that the NFL needs to be careful how they move forward with something like this because everybody's sitting up here with uh, Deshaun thinking he's OJ. Like, he got caught. He's busted. This is what he did. 
yes, he might prove innocent or whatever because he's settling all these cases. And so there's really nothing there, right? If anything, maybe a little slap on the wrist. But at the end of the day, if you're going to be the league and you're going to actually say, we're going to sit here, we're going to make these these uh, allegations serious and we're not going to condone any of this uh, of this uh, practice with, you know, male and female relationships and this and that and the other, then they need to put their foot down. And they're talking about uh, indefinitely suspending him for a year. But to be honest, that pretty much already happened this last season. So, I mean... Um, but that was like a self, a self, yeah, you know, a holdout. Yeah, all right, really, a holdout because he want to play for yeah, Houston. Because he, yeah, and he didn't. It was for he didn't want to play for Houston, and he needed to sit down somewhere because his butt was on the plane. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, that that's what I'm getting from it. Uh, I don't think that you know. I think that he's gonna play. I don't think they're gonna stop him from doing anything because legally they can't stop him if he's you know hands cleared of it of it all but he's got those little few left cases and i'm so, i wouldn't doubt it if a millionaire man like mr deshaun watson can't just pay out a couple thousand to these females yeah i think i think i think the nba probably i mean nfl was probably like yo like you got 24 cases out, outstanding like what you expect us to do with this you're gonna have to clean some of these up bro <laughs> like this is unprecedented we don't know what to do so he's like, all right, let me go ahead and clean some of this up. 20 of them, bam, knocked out. Should have did. I mean, I understand don't, not wanting to implicate yourself, make yourself look guilty by settling. But everybody has to do it, bro. Like, this is not nothing new. Like, this is so many situations where famous or just rich people have to settle on, on situations where they don't believe they're at fault. or And whether they are or aren't, it's about the information that regarding what they've been doing getting out. Because yeah, those see, court proceedings, settle, then, I mean, it's that's what I'm saying. That's the whole reason why you settle. Because if you yeah. go to trial with four, 24 people, then all this stuff has to come out and be said in court. And lie <laughs> exactly. Like, if you really think you're going to win that many cases, the odds are you're going to lose at least five. So it's like, yeah. bruh, it's just settle. So I understand both sides of him being like, oh, I feel like I didn't do nothing wrong. But, bro, you got 24 women saying you did. So, like, own up to some of that, settle. They just want a little cash. You'll be all right. No one gets that information. So, I think he did the right thing as far as selling. Um, I think it's going to help him as far as the sentencing. I think he's still going to get a year, um, maybe eight games at least. I think I think they don't care about him sitting out last season. That was totally separate. You know, that was really about just not wanting to play for Houston. And, and again, that's a bad example. Like, he's done multiple things that the NFL does not want you to do as a player. They don't want you to be out here acting the ass with women. That's the first thing they don't want you to do. Secondly, they yeah. don't want you to be holding out for a year because you don't want to play for the team that drafted you and is paying you. And what kind of position are and you he got paid. Cleveland Browns? And he got yeah. paid last year, too. I'll be pissed if I'm the Cleveland Browns and he doesn't get to play. Because then, now what you gonna do with Baker? I mean, you can say that, yes. But to me, how I'm looking at it and how I think they're looking at it is that, hey, they knew this was coming. They set up his mm-hmm. contract to where he's getting paid like only a million dollars this year. So he's not losing much. Shoot, that's a million more than me, bro. Okay, but <laughs> if, if you're making 40 million a year, you'd rather be, you know, I, I only lost a million, I'm losing 40 million. Which one you want? Yeah. It's gonna be that one yeah. million. I'm good. Take that one million. I'll take this 40 next year. So they, they, they set it up to where he's going to get paid. So they knew about that. Secondly, with the Baker thing, I think it's, I mean, I know they're not looking at this way, but I think it's a win for both. Like if, if, if they end up not having Deshaun play for this year, all right, we got one last chance for, for Baker to show what you got. Come out here, show us what you do. 
in my but mind, what if he do? He, and, what if okay, he that, do? That's a, again, it's a win-win because in my mind, yeah, I, I don't think he will though. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think he will either. But again, this time they both should be looking at it. Baker should be like, hey, yeah. let me play this last year, get my stock value up, because clearly don't nobody want my. <laughs> I just sat over here yeah. looking like <laughs> a sad little pu- boy waiting for his dad outside all day before he get, get picked up, bro. Nobody can. Nobody wanted you like that. At least not for 19 million, they don't. You, you know who he reminds me of? That guy that spins the posters, you know, uh, for the progressive commercials. Just out there <laughs> right, just spinning. That's what Baker remind me of. Not even, not even <laughs> spinning, just holding it. Yeah, just sad. Just sad. So I'm like, bro, given that, you need to get your stock up. So you need to yeah. go play well. You need to show you still got it. So that's a win for him. So for, for, for the Browns, it's a win because I his stock is up. Now we can trade him for more. They better hope so. You know, because right now they can't get nothing. No, ain't nobody paying nothing for that man. They're like, bro, just they're like, y'all gonna have to eat that money and release him before we go and sign him. And so yeah. it's win-win for both. So I'm not mad about that. Um, but hey, do what you gotta do, black man. Um, on to the next one. Um, last topic of the day, baseball. Um it, 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 he's just barely kicking it off. Not much going on. Um, it was a little controversy in the beginning about them holding out, but they got it got it together. Um, just last night, I think Bryce Harper like broke his thumb. He might be out rest of the year. We don't even know. Like it's just going to shambles already. Swiping left to right on this. Mm, let's swipe. Let's swipe left. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little, little too early. Um, there's some things. There's some things I'm, I've been seeing that I'm happy about. Like the Atlanta Braves are doing good. The big bats on dude, the Yankees are doing good. But I mean, it's a long season for baseball, right. so let's hold out. Right, right. All right, bet, bet. That is the end of the contender segment. On to functioning org. Take it over, AJ. Well, functioning organization. You know how we're gonna do this. I'm gonna go drop the title and let's see where the words might fall. All right, VA. Let's talk about the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Um, okay. <laughs> Bear with me on that. All right. So first thing that comes to mind is, is the, the versus battles. Do you know what the versus battles are? You know, I, I do, but give it to the people. Okay. The so the versus battles, if, for people that don't know, is is been happening all of the pandemic. It started there, but it started with... Uh, Tim, um, who did start with? All right, it started with some t- two musicians. Um, basically, they go, they they, they put the, the music up against each other, go head to head, twenty songs each, battling it out, see who had the best hits for their era. Kyrie is like a versus against himself. The man just can't help but lose. <laughs> he is over here trying to fight battles that nobody but himself has created, and it's just like. What is going on? It's the the Kyrie reality show every other day. This man has gone from sitting out a whole year, damn near, oh over a, a, a shot that everybody decided to get. And granted, do what you want to do. You know, it's your choice. But I think if you're getting paid millions to do something, just like somebody else, if they have to go to work, they got to get that shot. If you want to go to work, you need to get the shot, point blank. Or, yeah, or, or or sit out or just like just don't even be like constantly coming back don't play no no home games like whatever so you got that and then after doing that to your team you didn't want a five-year extension for 200 million plus and think you deserve that and if you don't here's my list of teams i'm going to like bruh bruh yeah what what is this i'm, I'm sit down <laughs> exactly sit down dude is just a disaster i'm so glad mavs are out on him 
Um, I think he is probably out on them. I think the only one that was a real legitimate out of the five or six he listed is the Lakers because they they can't get no worse. They got they got. I'll take Kyrie over Westbrook any day. I'll take all that drama. I'll take all of it. <laughs> get Westbrook out of here. You know what, man? The first thing that comes to mind for me is the boy who cried wolf. Like right. Kyrie has set up here and said this and that and the other, and there's been a problem over here, but I'm not the problem. And then it goes somewhere else, <laughs> and then now it's the same situation, the same scenario. Well, I wasn't the problem. It's this, this, what's going on? And then now, you know, no, bro, you are the problem. Yes. Like, man up. You know, take take the heat. You know, we're not perfect. Everybody makes, you know, some decisions that maybe they shouldn't have. But he just continues to make those decisions right. that he shouldn't have. And so it's like, dude, you're you're crying wolf. Um, now it's to the point where not any no no team wants him. Right. Uh, and I'm a I'm a, you know I'm a Laker fan, and I, I I don't even want him. You know, I'd rather <laughs> take. We don't even know if he's gonna play. We don't know if the laws are gonna change for COVID and this and that and his diet and his religion and his who knows what's gonna come up right. next with this dude. And to spend even one million dollars on that and it's not a for sure thing. Nah, I'm a pass. Um, does he have the potential to be great? Well, duh. Obviously, he's one of the best ball handlers that we've seen. Right. And he can put up buckets. He's already also shown that he he can you know win a championship with uh with LeBron. Right. Um. So is it possible? Yes, it's definitely possible. But I'm I'm looking at the you know the the meat and potatoes of things and saying okay, chances are it's probably not because he's so thick in his own head that it ain't gonna work. Moving on to the next segment, functioning more, we have the live tournament for all of the golf players. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the LIV? Can I live? Like Hope said, <laughs> can I live? Man, we living for a way, just laying for a way, y'all. My bad, bro. J. Cole popped in my mind. You said first thing, so that's J. Cole. <laughs> can I live? Yeah. Um, Yo, but getting to this topic, um, I think, I, just like J. Cole said, can I live? That's what Liv's saying. Like, yo, PGA, can I live? <laughs> like, the yeah, Masters, sure. can I live? Like, I'm just trying to get in the game. Like, I don't understand this. And, and golf in general is one of the worst with, like, holding traditions forever. Like, yeah. a lot of these country yeah. clubs, they had all this stuff at back. People can even play there before Tiger yeah. started it. Like, it's just, it's just, it's crazy how they hold on to this stuff. And so the PGA, which again, well, I won't say again, so some of y'all that don't know, PGA does not really pay their players anything. So for their tours, which they don't even really do anything other than their own PGA tour, they don't really pay their players. They make them go get sponsors. It's not like a regular golf tournament where you have these prizes and it's, a, you know, five million for the top five, 20 million. Well, PGA, PGA pays but they don't be paying no, everybody. That's a, you got to have a name right. in order to be getting the money. But, and you're still and not you making. You're not still not making that much as you, as you are on other ones. And so they're not. True. And then outside of that, they're not really like. I think that they have a hand in the Masters, but they only do so much. It's just. It's like they're trying to monopolize a sport that has so many exactly. different avenues to it. And so live. I don't. I, I've heard people try to say like it's Saudi money. Like, who cares? Like. What, yeah, <laughs> who cares, bro? And so, like, I'm all for these golfers going over there. Like, get your money. I'm not like, I'm, if I was you, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more on the subject because my word was, it's a monopoly. 
Monopoly is the first thing that comes to mind. And, you know, I'm thinking back when I was in school and college or whatever, and, you know, thinking about my hometown, there was one electric company uh, there. And when we had a decision, when we, you know, living and there's two electric companies, it's like, okay, well, which one's cheaper? Because I'm a broke college student, you know, I need the, the cheaper one. Now the tables have turned, you know, if there's a golf player going to the LIB or the live, you know, you're trying to make the money. I mean, it's a no brainer. Right. Um, even if you're a big name, you're guaranteed more money. And we're talking millions of yes. dollars more money. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, okay, well, if you win, you get four mil and that's, you know, until you got to wait until next time. <laughs> um, but no, nah, that's not, that's not going to fly with people that are like, I'm out here to get the money. I'm out here to be great. Now, there's a lot of monopolies when it comes to, you know, these big name leagues, uh, specifically in America. I mean, shoot, you got the, we got the best of the best, man. We got the NBA, we got the MLB, we got the NFL, you know, we had the PGA. And now somebody's like, yo, we're going to give you all the money, right. you know, and uh, you want to come out here and test the waters. You know, you're going to be playing on some of the best courses in the world. You're going to be getting paid and you're still going to be able to get your uh, sponsorships and right. still make your little side money. So why not? So I'm all for the LIV. I think the people that are stuck in their ways are the ones that are going to be stuck behind. Um, but it's 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 going to kind of damage the game a little bit because they're putting a division between the two. They're saying if you go to the live, you're not going to be able to qualify for certain tournaments. Right. Or, yes. you know, and so 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 then it's like, well, it's really the best of the best playing. No, because half of them are over there, you know, right. so that's going to be the interesting dynamic of it. Um, next on functioning, functioning org, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Steph Curry? Um, that's a multiple things, so this is a hard one to just put in the first. Um, I would say, um, I would say he's, he, he's a legacy crusher, and I, I, I'll explain that. Um, I feel like everybody has their errors, their dominant errors. Um, you had the, the Bad Boy Pistons. You had, obviously, before that, you had this, the Boston Celtics. You had um, Winter Era, Jordan's Era. You had the Magic, Showtime, Showtime Lakers. Lakers. Everybody got the errors. We, we, there's no lie. There's no. I mean, there's no argument that since 2000, mm, I'll say 2007, that was when LeBron errors really started. I know he came in league in 03. Oh, too, but um, it, it took him a couple of years to really like take over the league. Um, and as prolific as he's been, getting to ten champ, ten finals, um, winning four of them, it's, it's you can't help but think that Steph has came in there and slayed a giant because he's one of the greatest, quote unquote, little mans. He's six three. It's not really little, but for someone to have an impact on the game at that size. I haven't seen it since Isaiah Thomas. I mean, I'm talking about the original Isaiah Thomas. Um, as far as Steph's reach, I don't think anybody could have expected this, man. Like, four rings. Now, you can't say, you can say he's a great situation, but, and, and that is why he has his rings, yes. But he's been the main reason why they got the rings. And then every, every dynasty has always been a great situation. San Antonio, um, the Bulls, um, the Lakers. Like everybody is because of situation, right time, right place, right right group, right right coach, right organization, and the Golden State Warriors have just been phenomenal. Um, because of Steph, without him, they don't have any of those rings. Um, and 
I just think he's a legacy killer, man, because I'm really like, I'm one of the people who's like, LeBron is the, the best to ever do it. I, I'm, I got him over Jordan. Um, I got, it's, to me, it's him, Jordan, Kobe. And I think Steph is just throwing a monkey wrench and all this shit. And it's really like, as much as I like Steph, it's getting like hard to watch now because it's like, bro, they keep winning. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting tired of seeing them in the finals every year. I, at one point, I, I really like Golden State, and now I'm just like tired of it. And I think part of it's Draymond. He's just so annoying, but it's see. But he has a supporting cast that those other people you just mentioned didn't have. Yeah, they might have had one or two other pieces or whatever. They might have had a great coach, um, but uh, you know. Well, who has Shaq and Kobe though? Nobody. I don't think exactly. Be Shaq and Kobe That's what I'm saying. Ever. So like the, the group they had, bro, they, and they had a lot of good role players on that team. You had they did. The, po- oh, the point guard who's got fired from the Sparks. <laughs> D Fish. Derek Fisher was nice, bro. Derek Fisher yeah, was, was nice. You had Hori. You had a, a lot, lot of people. people. Yeah. Lamar Odom. Yes. Like they were, they were, they were a good team. But so are these other teams that they, you know the. Kind of getting off subject, but to to lead back to to uh, Steph and his legacy with you know Golden State. I mean, you have these other players too that they're no slouch neither. Like everybody keeps no. saying, oh, this is the team that you know they didn't have as many talent as the previous years or their championship. No, man, we just had an All Star in Andrew Wiggins, right? Right. And Andrew Wiggins showed, showed up. up. We was talking about him last time, bro. But he, he was. He, he was. Just, he just basically just stepped on our throat. <laughs> Um, so shout out to him but right. anyway he showed up and he did his thing and then you had the only person the only person on the team that didn't show up was Draymond and that, that was it everybody else was at their max he showed up for like two uh, games that's what I mean he, he helped him win two games so Bruh. I mean but his at, at the production that he had and helped I mean, it was like okay he could have did without it uh, but yeah, but they, but uh, you, me, you're right though because they they won without Steph playing a great game in that game. I think game five. Mm-hmm. So like they have some players. Jordan Poole really stepped up. Um, mm-hmm. Looney really stepped up. Um, it's mm-hmm. just they do have a great team. Yeah, they do. The first thing that comes to mind for me when I when I hear Steph is that that one uh, ad lib from DJ Drama that pew pew that snipe sound <laughs> that? that uh yeah that? That pew pew you know what I'm saying the the DJ Drama sign it's like a, a silence oh my god I'm just gonna relate it to a sound because I don't know I haven't heard that DJ it's like a silence and yeah you gotta go you gotta you gotta go back to the Dap Hip games <laughs> but um anyway yeah but anyway. It's because uh, it's. I mean, he's you know he's a an assassin. He's right. just you know a sniper. That, that's what it is. But anyway, um, again, I'm not the huge Steph Curry fan. But like you said, we can't at this point we can't just not act like they're not winning and they continue winning and they just keep getting better no matter their age, no matter the opponents they're going up against. Right. I mean, none of that. So round of applause right um the last topic on uh functioning org is uh jason tatum what's the first thing that comes to mind casper the friendly ghost (laughs) 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 bruh i'm sorry i'm sorry i like jason tatum super harsh i like him but bro like is it cannot think about I mean it was either gonna be Casper or it was gonna be the Taco Bell commercial because <laughs> now all I can think about is like after Draymond says my sandwich has has rings and then Jason Tatum my pauses subway. yeah subway yeah. my best subway and then Jason Tatum says he pauses and he's like mine has bacon 
Yeah. Bro, yeah, you, 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 was, you have bacon. They set that one <laughs> they up. They set it up perfectly. They set that one up for years. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, bro, I'm sorry. This man disappeared like no other. I haven't seen no one play this bad in the finals since LeBron in 2011. Like, no. I, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed for this man. Um, He has to live with this. I don't know if they're ever getting back to the finals. I, they're going to definitely be a good team. But, like you said, I'm not, I keep saying like you said. Um, like you said in the previous episodes, injuries were a big reason why this playoffs was the way it was. I think if, mm-hmm. if you had Joel Embiid at full strength, they would have been better. Mm-hmm. I think if you had Giannis, Middleton was at full strength, they probably would have been there. There's just so many things that had to happen. And that's every year. This is not like some anomaly, like, oh, this year's got final injuries. Yeah. Every year, there's injuries that occur that define who makes it and who doesn't. Um, and so I think, like, with that being said, Boston is going to have to get a, a nice break in order to get them back because, one, they're not going to have all those players. Somebody's going to be leaving. Two, you just, it's just it's just too hard to get back unless you're a team like Golden State or you have LeBron. So at the end of the day, you got to show up. You got to show up. And for people to be screaming for this man to be in the likes of Luka, in the likes of uh, Steph, uh, even Dame a little bit, like he just he hasn't shown that he has that clutch gene just yet to be a continual all-star every game. I, I understand people have mess-ups. I understand people have games where it's like, dang, what happened? But, like, you have to be able to bounce back. And, and this for the first time in the playoffs, because I'm not going to say he's been bad all playoffs. He's had nights where he's been phenomenal. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's really exactly. he's really stepped up. But we, we got to judge him based off, you know, what we last saw. And in that last series was the first time where I could see him play bad in the next game, not step up and just play just as bad. Like, it was like they forgot how to dribble, bro. Like, it was just like, even Jalen Brown was like, it's like when you, your top two players have the most turnovers, it just leads to a complete breakdown for the rest of the people on the team because they're looking at you as their leader. Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, number one thing for me, and I'm not going to lie, when I was watching these games, they're com- they were coming back, right? They've come back so many times, and then they took over the game, and they ended up winning the game. Well, they made it a close game because they were down by so much. But turnovers was the key, man. They yes. had way too many turnovers. And you can't have turnovers in the playoffs, let alone in the finals. Right. So turnovers is the key. But you mentioned something that we were going to come back to in the show. We talked about a little bit earlier, and that was about the uh, experience yep. that Golden State as a whole had. Now, Jason Tatum, don't get me wrong, he's a star in the league, a superstar in the league, and he's not going nowhere. He's going to be no. in Boston for his career. Right. Um, but they thought Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart weren't going to be able to put it together. They did. They, they, did. they were in the finals, and this is the first time they've been to the finals since... What, 2008? Maybe 2009, yeah, so, 10? Maybe maybe 10? So, hey, you know, and not only that, the players that they had on their team, I mean, maybe Al Horford, you know, had a little bit of a playoff experience. But other than that, where was their playoff experience? Um, just They've been to the conference finals, right? But them too, right there. They went to the conference finals a couple of years ago. But, I mean, their experience in an actual finals appearance, I it's mean, different. let alone, yeah, it's way different. And uh, you got to remember, they were traveling, you know, on just on the East Coast. And now they were trying all the way over to Golden State's home. Okay, now, now you got some bad excuses. You lost me there. Uh-uh. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to reach. I'm not trying Come to reach, on. but that, that's a long way, man. That's Golden a long State way. was just as far to go to Boston. They did, but they were they were used to it. 
they were used to it. They've been traveling over there to uh, Cleveland. All and, season and they back doing that, and, All season been traveling, bro. You going all over the place. Not, not in two, three days time. Some, sometimes go you got back to back games. Now you again, you might not, not care in as order much. To win a championship. No, true, true, true. But like, bro, that's that's like saying like I like I'm in I'm in a desert. And like I can get there in thirty days, or I can get there in 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 two days if I really put the effort in. Like, bruh, I'm I'm like, come on, this we got we got seven game series, bro. We just need to win four. Like, we have to be there. We are there. You don't drag this out. I, I, I want you to put yourself in the same situation and be like, all right, just let's just talk about Jason Tatum for a little bit. All right, he's he's a father, right? So now he's got his little boy running around, and his whole concentrated mind is to win this championship because he's never been there before. And he doesn't have a supporting cast that's been there before. And you're going up against this quote unquote juggernaut. And then not only that, he's you know got all these brands riding his high horse right now because he's the only one left in the playoffs. Um, of Jordan brand. And so, yeah, there's a lot of, of outside factors that people really don't look at. But, you know, that's just one thing. Traveling is just one thing. Um, but at the end of the day, it's going back to the experience that Golden State had that Boston Celtics just really lacked. And uh, the sure. experience is kind of what killed them. You know, they could hustle and hustle and hustle and be athletic and be athletic and be young and, and all that things that Golden State really wasn't. Um, but at the end of the day, that that well-oiled machine is is what knocked them out. And after all that bulletin bulletin board material that Draymond kept giving them after every game, like, you would think Uh something would motivate them. Dude said, I'm not even going to compare y'all to LeBron because y'all slow compared to this man, IQ. Um, You you saw that interview, right? Uh Yeah, that post-game interview. And then he also said that, like, he kept reassuring y'all even after they, they were down. Like, I think they were down 2-1 at one point. He was like, oh, this is nothing. We're coming back, you know. Like, yeah. we got the pedigree, experience. experience. like And trust in his team. Nothing worked to motivate them. But you you would have that trust, too, if you had Klay Thompson and Steph Curry chilling over Bro, there. But too. you got a Klay Thompson coming off an injury, a two-year injury. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. Because there were some times in his playoffs he yeah, was, he was shaking. Times, yeah. This whole year, I was like, ah, he's back. But I'm no, Exactly. Not so, like. That's what's even scarier for the league. Is like you they they won without Clay Thompson even being at hundred percent yet, bro. Like yeah. this man ain't done. Mm-hmm. Well, VA, that's it for the day. Um that was the last topic for Function Door. You know, we took a little hiatus, like you said. We got big news coming up in the next couple months. Yeah, buddy. We also stay stay tuned for that. Um, you know, it's all fun and games. Until you get called in HR. Yes, sir. It's your boy VA signing off. Follow me on Twitter at Vince V I N C E Verge V I R G 33. And until next time, I holla. <laughs>